hello. Stage 10. Hey, the tour is igniting. It's ignited in such ways that we have this. We already know come to mind uh, for a few reasons. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is Between Two Wheels podcast, episode 256. This is Tyler Yonke, your not-so-humble host. And we are going to talk about stage 10 of the 2022 Tour de France. There's a protest. So, you know, it comes into it for a few reasons. One, uh, there was a protest today, and I'm going to throw this back up here. Uh, this, is a, <laughs> this is a picture of the early 80s. Uh, Phil Anderson on the other side of the Panasonic. And this is uh, Bernardino taken to the protesters that uh, halted the race. Uh, so we had a protest today, halted the race a bit. Uh, didn't really get this violent that I could tell. Although Bradley Wiggins on GCN indicated that it sounded like, I don't know, Mark Mattier or, or the the ASO, some whoever out there was manhandling these people, throwing them into the <laughs> into the ditch. He didn't seem too happy about it. But like I, I posted on Twitter, I said, um, when Cycling Twitter finds out the reason for this protest, are they going to back off their their hatred of the protesters? Pretty much is what happened. Anyway, um, then what reminded me of, you know, too, is tomorrow they're going up the Col de Grandin. And they've only been up there. This will be the second time. They haven't been up there since 86. And Bernardino, uh, that was a tour, the, the Greg LeMond one, and he said that was the hardest uh, climb He's done at least in that race or something like that. So um, I don't think the tour went back there for quite a while until he's off the race. Kind of a nice connection we've got here. Tour de France, Bernardino got a protest. Remember, I think it's 2018 they had a protest as well. And the uh, gendarmes, the the police officers there in France, uh, pepper sprayed, tried to pepper spray the uh, protesters, ended up getting it all over into the cyclist, Chris Froome, et al. Anyway, here we are. Stage 10. Tour de France. Let's take a look at uh, what we've got here. And I hope everyone had a good rest day. So they, they had a rest day. Um, they, they did a, first of all, they did the, um, the antigen test, I guess, after the race on a stage nine. And then if there's a need to be, then they would do a PCR test and they could tell the viral load, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they said everyone was negative. So they come out, they have a rest day, then they have, <clears throat> they do more tests. Luke Durbridge, um, I think he was positive, and his team said he had, he had had symptoms anyway. Um, George Bennett tested positive. I don't know if he had had any symptoms, but that that puts a big damper into UAE because that they need George Bennett. <clears throat> they need him. He does a lot of great work. He's been he's one of their ultimate climbers, and um, so now they're kind of down to and Rafael Micah. He tested positive, but they the antigen then they do the PCR, and I guess his load wasn't. <laughs> You didn't have a big load, so um, if you if your if your load is light, you can uh, you can end up going up. Okay, uh, let's go to the the stage here. Morzine to Mejev, 148.1 kilometers. A cat four, a cat three, a cat four. A sprint spot, and then a cat two. Then kind of a pitch up to this other airfield, and I think the, this is where Sep Cuss won in the Daphne. Uh, I want to say 2020 uh, or 20. Yeah, I think that's where he won a uh, stage up there. To, or maybe it was 2019, 2021. I don't know. Um, 2019, one of those. He won in the Daphne. I think, I don't know. doesn't matter. We He won up there and, the, and it's got a bit of a pitch. So you're looking at our, what are the teams going to do? Are they going to let a break go? It's probably the wisest thing, especially with the UAE down a rider. Um, that they're, you know, Mark Hershey, who came in here, you know, replacing Trenton, he looks like he's been suffering this whole time. So I don't know how much work he's actually able to do. <clears throat> so there you go. There's the stage. Uh, there's the route. And 
let's get to it. So maybe we'll go. Uh, let's talk about. Let's actually let's do this. Let's let's give you a little bit wider breadth of what we're dealing with here. Morzine, what is what is it all about? It's a it's a commune in the Haut Savoy department, and I'm not going to keep it in the region of southeastern France, a traditional market town in the heart of Port de Soleil. Uh, and my friend Jonathan Scriven, who lived over there, he sent me a message and said that um, he, he'd been up there to that Port de Soleil, the, the climb Chate de Soleil, a bunch of times because his son plays hockey and they, they, you know, up there on the Alpe d'Huez and they, this place. So he was very familiar with that. Uh, and then he lived in Nice for a while. Morzine is dominated by chalets spread across a river gorge, bordered by partially wooded slopes, allowing skiing in poor weather conditions. I, I guess there was a lot of golf to be done around there, too. Uh, situated at altitude of 1,000 meters as only one of the most northern in the French Alp resorts and weather-wise benefits from the Mont Blanc microclimate, the, locally, the, the locality enjoys panoramic mountain views and modern ski facilities as well as hotels, restaurants, in a town itself. The ski resort of Avoriaz is located in the territory of the commune. History, um, I don't know, summer sports hiking, mountain biking, golf, uh, Tour de France. Uh, Morzine has hosted a stage of the tour on several occasions thanks to the part of the proximity of the notoriously steep Col de Juplain. Col de Juplain, I'm just coming to, to some memories here. Uh, that is, if you remember back, I think that's the stage that uh, Lance Armstrong in one of the first uh, races he did, uh, Tour de France victories at least, that's when he had a hunger knock on and had a problem getting over the top of it. I also think that's where... Um, Tom Dumoulin was headed to do some training when he had his knee issue and pulled out a few years ago. Uh, anyway, um, Col de Juplain, uh, Polkadot Jersey were awarded to Richard Veron, Quicksex uh, uh, team, uh, stage 17, 2006, ended in Morzine, where Floyd Landis did the impossible and got it out one of the most memorable stage wins in tour history during the height of the 1992-2012 doping era. Notice that doping era stops in 2012. It, it can't go past. It only started in 92, and it ends in 2012. Of course, if you if you read the um, the book by Daniel Freib about um, Eddie Merckx, you realize he tested and was suspended a few times in his life for doping and stuff. Yeah, interesting. Okay, stop screen that one and let's get to Majev. Uh, we're just we're doing a little bit of culture here. I thought it would be interesting to see a little bit about these towns that we're going through here. Um, it is a commune, same department, same a lot of the same stuff as the other. That's maybe the town started developing a ski resort in the 1910s uh, when the Rothschild family began spending their uh, winter vacations there after becoming disenchanted with the ski Swiss resort Saint Moritz. Um, 1921, Baroness Noemi de Rothschild opened the Domaine du Mont d'Abra, a luxury hotel. Um, okay, so it's it's got evil people associated with it, sounds like. There we go. <laughs> the Rothschilds. Um, maybe they should have protested them today instead of what they did. So, fighting for yellow. Here we go. We're going to skip do our thing where we skip through um, clips because I'm not getting clipped off on um, recently, at least. We're not getting barred on the YouTubes um, as of yet. Okay, uh, they do a little recap of yesterday's stage and they do a little preview of today's. Now, there was a, right here, we'll start here. I think these people set off this cloud. These, these uh, I doubt the police put these things out there. So these people were protesting uh, climate and the annihilation of our planet, I guess. They haven't read where um, climate 
associated deaths are down almost 100%. I think in the last 100 years, I read that recently. Uh, either, or maybe they're doing good work. Either way, um, they put up this nasty cl <laughs> cloud, which is horrible. Now, I, I did see some people on Twitter, you know, mocking or, or uh, either way on this one. Uh, it's like, hello, they're, they're protesting. It's, it's a, literally a bike race. Now, look, they're not protesting the Tour de France, which might actually be more useful because the, you know, the, if you measure carbon footprint, the tour itself with the caravans, the team buses, the everything that follows on, it's not a green sport in that in that particular sense. Um, but I don't believe that they were protesting the tour itself. And there's only like seven of these people. Good luck. Um, they were more or less protesting uh, whatever they're, they're, they've got going on in their lives. But they were uh, more along the lines of, of getting a, a platform. And here we go. We're giving it to them. So, yeah, you can see that, uh, that we'll get into that a little bit. Uh, so we just here we go. Pogachar, um, he's 39 seconds up on Vinigo. All the way down Quintana. It's probably good to see. Um, let's see if we can take a look here at the results going into today. I wanted to see how far. Uh, that's fine. Um, Camna, because he ends up. Uh, so you talk about the PCR test, the uh, other things here. Here's the route. And then you get a group in there. I'm not going to say everybody, but there was about 25 people that got up into this breakaway. Uh, you got Quinn Simmons as an American up there. You have uh, Mateo Jorgensen, Filippo Ghana for Ineos, uh, Dylan Van Barl, Kamna gets up there as well. Christophe Laporte for Yumbo Visma. Um, Izaguerri was up there. Tom Tomas, he's a co-feeders writer, a French guy. Fred Wright, he was up. He, he's with. Uh, he's a British writer. I said American the other day, by the way, uh, writing for um, Bahrain. Um, don't know that other guy, uh, and, and, uh, Betty all and Magnus court were also up in that break. So they get it, it establishes, so it's getting up the road quite a ways. Um, it gets up to what, eight, nine minutes close to it, uh, 43 kilometers or in that area, uh, Alberto Betiel, I think everything's all taken care of with he and his team. Now, uh, he, he ends up skidding away from the breakaway, uh, trying to get up the road. Now, when this happens, this is when the protest situation comes about. He runs into him. Um, he's got a slight 25 seconds gap. You can see here he actually rides through it. Then they tell him to pull over. They take time gaps. Once again, if you're protesting, uh, I don't know what this little uh, display of uh, bad air quality is getting you other than hate from everybody. Um, I'm not a fan of, of any of this, of blocking traffic, doing these kind of things. I get what you're, you're doing, but um, I, trust me, I just think it's more of an annoyance. But they got their name out there today, so um, good for them, I guess. Um, I'm more of a fan of people taking off their shirts and running around in a football game. That's that's my kind of uh, thing to do. Um, UAE, they, they block everybody as far as they don't let them go on. They, they take the time gaps. Now, who does this benefit? I, I think right away you ended up seeing, because it shows about 6.58 there, right after this, when the teams went, Betty all just drilled it and everyone in the pack, you know, I think it actually took them a little bit longer to uh, generate the, themselves back up. Because Betty all ends up um, kind of the whole breakaway gets eight, nine minutes. You got the virtual yellow jersey on the road, which is Camna. You got this 19 kilometer climb into the finish, but it's a cat two and it doesn't really suit itself for the, the ultimate climbers. As a matter of fact, they have a bit of a tailwind, so you're not even getting much of a draft off of it. And you've got Quinn Simmons up there. The, the break does somewhat shatter out. You got Fred Wright was really pulling into this. Betty all gets up there. Um, uh, court. It's it's a mix, a bag, back and forth. I was actually, Camna, um, 
Quinn Simmons was on his wheel the whole time. I was like pretty impressed with this going on. Mattel Jorgensen, Jorgensen, he's looking pretty good as well. In the end, I didn't know that the tactics, because it was Betty up the road, Magnus Court then comes up with a few other guys. You can see right here on the screen, there's four of them. Bediel's in the front group with um, Zimmerman, Tomas, uh, Bediel, and Fred Wright. But coming up behind is uh, Magnus Court, and I think he's bringing Van Barl with him. Van Barl, by the way, on and off on the back uh, in the last 10 kilometers, kept getting kind of dropped, but then bringing himself back, and he ends up doing that right near the end. Now, Bediel, they get they regroup again. Bediel ends up attacking off this group. And I wasn't sure if that was the thing for them to do when you've, you've got uh, Magnus Court, as an example, who probably has one of the better sprints of all these guys coming down to a finish. Uh, why Betty All is deciding to do this, but he ends up getting pinched out. Maybe it was just the thing to do. Um, I mean, in the end, you come down to it. You got uh, Mateo. Uh, you have Nick Schultz uh, for um, uh Team Bike Exchange. He, he he remember he did pretty good. The other, I was I mentioned him the other day. That um, was he was hanging in pretty good on the top of the climbs. Uh, you've got uh, I think was it Fred Wright up here or no Luis Leon Sanchez. But then Van Barl ends up bringing himself back up to the group. And right in the last K, you end up having a whole regroup of everybody, not just Van Barl. He gets up there and it takes over the front from Matteo Jorgensen. And you can see here. 500 meters to go now it looks is it 500 meters and it's flat no it's got a nasty little pitch the last 200 meters and that's going to be important not to go too soon you see the guy start Luis Leon Sanchez hits out Nick Schultz then hits out and and what is the great thing to see here is um, Magnus Court he holds on holds on and only about the last 50 meters he starts to actually come around Nick Schultz and it's a bike throw at the line and Magnus Court with the win. Now, Mateo just comes off. Kamna ends up just popping off of the edge of these guys as well, which came to be his downfall because at this point, they had a lead on the the, the yellow jersey group of around uh, a little over nine minutes. And he loses 23. There's the, the bike throw. So you can see Magnus Court with a bike throw over Nick Schultz. I mean, Magnus Court one of the uh it's been had a great first week right out there in denmark in his home country doing great out there uh getting the king of the mountains getting a um palace up on the perry row bay stage comes off we talked about that where that might have been a problem and i put that on palace more than court because court just got ridden off the wheel but he was up there now he's uh he had almost every day in the in the climber's jersey this is the first day out and boom he gets uh, gesh gets by the way it's got it and boom he comes out here and gets a stage win now is camden gonna end up holding on well at this point um the yellow jersey ends up they, they coming around and um uh who was it that started up oh uh, unlike moss about the last 200 decides to try to make a kick and when he's making this kick uh, it Pogacar can't help himself. He, he not only just goes with it, and you can see uh, Enric Moss getting distance here, but uh, at least Vinigo went with with Pogacar. He ends up drilling it up here, 8.54. I think you needed just what, another 10 seconds or so. Or I think, I, I'm not sure exactly what it is. And um, Kamna, for long, misses out once again. <laughs> Remember, Ponch de Belfi, Ponch de Belfi, he missed out in his time as well. So uh, here's the stage win, Magnus Court. And you can see down there, Camden, 22 seconds, and he's going to miss out on the yellow jersey by just a little bit if he had been able to hold on to those guys in the sprint. But, I mean, what, what are you going to do? That's two times he's he's had that chance. Now, in 11th place here, uh, well, first of all, we'll go, to go and we'll go through the Americans in a bit, but Mateo Jorgensen, 
fourth place, eight seconds off. Great job. Kamna down there in 10th. But then in 11th place, you actually had a one minute even. Quinn Simmons, uh, pretty impressed with him in his first Tour de France. Magnus Court, way to go. Uh, there you go, Tade. Um, and let's talk about him. 11 seconds. So it was 22 seconds that you had, right? Brian Zimney's chiming in here. Let's see what he said. Um, he'll get stolen by a big money team. Um, who? I'm sorry, I missed it when you're, you came up on the screen. Yeah, probably Mattel Jorgensen you're talking about. He's had some quality uh, rides. Um, or Magnus Court. Maybe you're talking about Magnus Court because he's had some. Uh, that's that's who I'm expecting you to, to actually be talking about now, getting stolen by a big team. Um, Pogacar, though. So he gets the yellow jersey. I, I think that it was bad. Magnus Court. Uh, Brian's confirming Magnus Court. Yeah, you're right. I mean, this is, you know, it goes back. EF can do what they can do. So you got to get what you can get out of these riders before they get, you know, taken off. Um, Magnus Court's had a great, great tour. And as we as we've talked about, and so, yeah, I could see that. Now, he's had great results in, anyway in, in tours and in, in a bunch of these other races. So um, now let's talk about right here, our man Pogacar um, digging in today, pulling back. Does his team want to just slit his throat for doing that? I mean, tomorrow he's going to end up tomorrow anyway. They've talked about this climb being just brutal, and it's going to be a GC showdown. So would it have mattered? Well, maybe. Maybe you'd get a little bit of help from Bora tomorrow, just because. Why not? Up, at least up until the final climb. I don't see a, a break being able to stay away tomorrow um, unless they give it a big, big time uh, up the road. Uh, so him sprinting at the end, once again, nickel and diming people. Uh, he didn't get any time bonuses. He didn't get any seconds today. But what he did was he shortened the time for him to get across the line and essentially uh, puts it. Now, with his sprinting, he had to go because Enrique Moss was going. Enrique Moss comes in, you know, uh, almost a, it basically gets the same time. And if he hadn't kicked, it wouldn't have made much of a difference. But um, maybe if told your team, you know, on some of that climb or some of that there, um, let's just mellow out. Just, just let him get the jersey slip for a little bit um, so that the team doesn't have to do all this kind of work. But that, that's what it is. So, so you know, we talk about this tomorrow. The Col du Telegraph, um, pretty big climb up there. Uh, the Col du de Galibier and then the Col du Granon. That is, that's going to be the one. That'll be the one that we're kind of everyone's looking at. So, okay, let's take a look at a few other. Let's go to the, let's go to the results, people, because I know you, how much you love that. Um, I was, I was pulling. I don't know who you guys were pulling for today, but uh, you know, it's a plethora of different things you can, you can. Uh, hope for some were going for Luis Leon Sanchez because he's old man. Um, some of them were going for Nick Schultz because, you know, he's a young, um, how old is, is, is Nick Schultz? Let's see if, we, if it says here he's 27. Okay. Uh, but some were going for him because, you know, he's an Aussie bike exchange. It'd be cool to see their first win. Uh, Magnus court because finally EF can get your stage win, uh, which I think was actually very important for that team. Uh, Mateo Jorgensen as an American, I was, that's who I was kind of pulling for. Um, I was also pulling for Kamna because I just, I wanted him to get the yellow Jersey Quinn Simmons. Once again, cause an American Van Barl, not pulling for him. Uh, Jorg uh, Zimmerman don't know much about him. Uh, Tomas, uh, Benjamin Tomas. I, I wasn't uh, at all. So, um, anyway, it's, it was a, a bunch of guys smattering in the front there. Um, and that's their stage win. So let's go to the Americans just see how they fared today. Uh, we know more uh, two in the top 11 there 
Jorgensen and Quinn Simmons. Nilsson Palace comes in with the main group at 854. Sepp Cuss as well. McNulty, he probably did a little bit of work up on the final climb, so he loses a bit, just sits up, no big deal. Joe, same with Joe Dombrowski. Um, as far as GC goes, uh-oh, Palace loses two places because <laughs> um, Kamna comes up into the top 10, second place now, uh, but I don't think that's a threat. And then Lewis Leon Sanchez, same thing. He gets another, you know, eight minutes and he moves up to the top 10, so no big deal there. Whereas Joe Do, uh, Joe Mateo moves up five places, Dombrowski up 11, and Quinn Simmons, big, big move up, um, almost getting himself uh, inside the one-hour mark uh, again. Um, points... Um, I don't know, none of these guys are, are going for the points. KOM, Mateo actually gets two points. And look at that. Quinn Simmons is now a uh, plus one instead of a minus one youth. We've got three guys. You know, it'd be interesting if Pogacar wasn't around to see how these guys would actually be doing um, there. Okay. Um, that's going to just break down and see if we didn't. I'm not going to go through each team today because I, I think. Let's see. That, that. Bike exchange one with Dylan on stage. Yes, Chris. There you go. So they did get it. So maybe it's, oh, I know what I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Michael Matthews. He makes me feel like team is failing, right? Because they just keep getting second and second and second. But you're right, uh, Dylan Van Barl. Um, who are the big teams that are, are missing out right now? One, one. I will say, uh, the, as far as results go, I did notice today that, and we'll just click on the team here, uh israel israel startup oh that's israel that's a nation sorry we want all all nations but teams israel started in israel premier tech look at that chris Froome comes in 915 he almost holds on to the <laughs> to the front group um mike wood sits up he was given a kind of a day off so we we talked about um i'm not going to go through the client so the the people were protesting the climate stuff i'm not going to go through that again because yeah, we've, we've kind of already broken that down. Not even broken it down. It's just, it's, uh, it, I don't know. I, you know, it's, it's, it's what it is. It's, uh, it's another protest in France. It used to happen a bunch more um, in the 80s. Um, I want to see, uh, to me, see tomorrow. We've talked about that. Col de Granon. Um, let's just go here real quick. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go up there because they've only got, uh, you go to Wikipedia. The, the famous Wikipedia. Let's see. Um, there we go. Brian says Matthews needs to stop trying to get go head to head with riders that are either stronger climbers or stronger sprinters. Right. Uh, I remember a few years ago, Brian, when he did finally get his win in the Tour de France. It was a breakaway with two other of his teammates and one other person, and they just wrote a great, great uh, finale there in the last bit for him to get the win. But you know you got to stack the deck in a sense uh, for him at this point. I mean, think of think of him. He he starts kind of his career of uh, this sprinter climber guy that you know can do some things like like we've seen. Uh, but he's going against Sagan. Sagan's in his peak at the time, and so he's got to go against him. Sagan now starts to 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 wane, and who comes around? Wout. So what are you gonna do? Because when Wout's going, then maybe you're gonna have I don't know Matthew Vanderpool. Pogacar? Is Pogacar just going to start winning everything? Uh, okay, so the, up the Grunon, it's uh, 7,917 feet high, 2,400 meters. It's in the Alps, as we know. By the way, wearing my Alpe d'Huez shirt. Okay. Um, it hosted the highest ever mountaintop finish in the Tour de France only once in 1986. Until 2011, they had the, col, the, had the finish on the Col de Galibier uh, at altitude. So I wondered the 2011, did they go over that then with, when they finished on the Galibier, uh, and they, um, they went over it with Cadell Evans and Schleck. Maybe that was, um, I think that's maybe what they have gone over. So it's, they've gone over it. They've finished on it once. And that was Edward shows back there in 1987. So, um, you know, we're, we're looking, 
we're looking forward to to that one. I, I'm I'm tomorrow is going to be fantastic for me again. I've got uh, court, so let's see what Chris says. Matthews needs to sprint against climbers and climb against sprinters. There, yeah, the, well, well. <laughs> Uh, Caleb Ewing almost misses the the cutoff today. I, he did make it in there, but I did notice, and, and let's, let's share this up here one more time. We'll do a few more little uh, breakdowns of, of riders and teams. So let's go to Lotto Sudal. I think they're getting their team name changed or something, sponsor for next year. So you can see here, he's got um, Vermeersch, uh, Van Moor, Frieson, and Jans Van Rensburg all coming in right around the 28 minute spot and Andreas Krohn was at 26. I mean, they, they left him for dead in a sense. And he, I think that the riders were concerned about getting across the line themselves, the, the team. And so they blitzed and said, Caleb, good luck. Um, it's which, which doesn't bode well for, cause we go here for the whole results. Okay. So, uh, Ben O'Connor, he's got like some sort of glute, uh, injury. So he's out. Uh, Vimos, he's not a starter. Uh, Luke Durbridge had uh, COVID as well as George Bennett. But you can see these guys here all, they, they were down there waiting for their boy and then they took off. So I don't know what that means. Maybe it uh, doesn't bode well for our buddy um, Caleb Ewing. Okay, let's go here. I wanted to see if some of these news stories. Okay. I wish there was a better way of, of doing the sharing, but um, I probably could just share the uh, the browser. Okay, our last chance to and see. So then you you, you <laughs> Twitter uh, probability of the worst. Okay, uh, none of these people are handsome, right? You don't get you don't get handsome protesters anymore. What's up with that? Um, they're definitely vulnerable. Enios looked to pressure Pogacar's COVID weakened team. I'm going to be in big trouble, Caleb Ewing. Fearful of missing Tour de France time cut. Yeah, that's going to be problematic. Um, usually they do a thing where they talk about uh, Pogacar, Domestique, George Bennett out of the Tour de France. We know that one. Magnus Court victorious. Uh, I was trying to see the thing of all the fines and not finding it. Not finding really any interesting stories here either. I think that's what we're going to call it. Okay, tomorrow, um, Cold de Glenon. I'm I'm looking I'm I'm looking forward to it personally. I think it's uh it's it's the site of this guy over here. This guy this this way this guy. Um, Bernardi no he went over there and said it was a horrible climb. He he suffered greatly in 1986. He probably enjoyed thumping this guy on the head a little bit more. Um, possibly. I would enjoy I I, I kind of would have enjoyed that kind of banter going on today. Maybe some hitting there. Okay. Stage 11 tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be raucous. Let's, let's be honest. It's going to be the one that we're, everyone's going to be excited about. Who's going to, is it going to be a win or loss? I think, is it Pogacar, Vinigo? I think this is, you're going to be able to see tomorrow if Vinigo has the shot at getting rid of Pogacar because it's not going to be a little sprint at the top of the climb. It's a long ass climb and they're going to be able to maybe distance each other. I have a bad feeling about uh, Roglic, by the way. Uh, I have a good feeling about Enric Mass and um, Pogacar and Vinigo. Take care, everybody.